Welcome everyone back to the Athlete Maestro Podcast, the sports education podcast that helps young athletes like you break your mental and physical limitations in sports, as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. I'm your host, Tola Ugunlewe, and this is episode 784. Separate your personal from professional life. Your passion can change and stay on the straight and narrow. He's arguably one of the greatest, if not the greatest, bowlers in cricket history. He took more wickets than any other Australian in history and is second on the all-time list of wicket-takers in Test cricket. Today on the show, Australian legend Shane Warne. There are certain sports where you might not know who the player is, but you've certainly heard their name. That's because they have a larger-than-life personality outside the sport. One of such athletes was Shane Wan, the charismatic cricketer who took the sport by storm. All this to think that Shane didn't take cricket seriously until his teenage years. While at it, he also played Australian rules football, which no doubt helped his development as a cricketer. As a matter of fact, it was the AFL he actually wanted to play, but when he wasn't good at it, he then had to switch to cricket. He made his first class cricket debut at the age of 22. To show how good he was, he played just seven first class matches before making his debut for Australia. His debut didn't go as planned as he had a less than impressive performance. That performance was going to define his career. Of course not. In 1993, he was selected for the Ashes series against England. He took 34 wickets in six tests. You see, before Shane won, fast bowling dominated the cricket grounds. But Shane brought something different. He bought a blend of off spin and leg spin that endeared cricket lovers. So basically, when you watch cricket, right, you see the guys who bow straight right at the wicket they are trying to take the wicket out take the player out as well those are fast bowlers then you have these guys who they don't have a fast run-up they kind of spin the ball as they throw it those are your off spinners and those are your leg spinners so shade one was a guy who brought this new dimension to the game you see at the next ashes series shane took 27 wickets at the 1996 cricket world cup shane took 12 wickets on route to the final where Australia lost to Sri Lanka. In 1998, Shane passed Lance Gibbs tally of 309 wickets, making him the most successful spinner in Test cricket. As good as Shane was, he was involved in many controversies. He was fined for taking bribes and also ejected and banned after he failed a drug test. After his return from the failed drug test, he took his 500th wicket becoming only the second bowler in history to do so. By the end of his career, he had taken 708 wickets in Test cricket. If you had ODI cricket, he had taken over a 1,000 wickets in his career. The most by any Australian, of course, in Test cricket, is second only to the legend himself, Mutai Muraliteran. In 2013, he was inducted into the ICC Cricket hall of fame sadly shane won recently passed away after suffering a heart attack at the age 
of 52. Today's your mentor, guys, and there are three lessons that I want you to learn from Shane One. I mean, certainly it was uh, one of the sad stories of 2022 so far. The legend himself, Shane One, you know, put on the TV. You know, I think it was a few days ago, two days ago, thereabouts, or if it was yesterday at the time of this recording. You know, to see that Shane One had lost his life. Like there was, there was no one more charismatic than him. You know, when he came to cricket, you know, both on the cricket pitch, both in his private life, like the guy was literally larger than life. And I think that's what endeared him to a lot of people because cricket, you know, you have this kind of formal sport where everybody is serious. You know, they talk in their jerseys and all of that. But, you know, Shane Wan brought a little bit of flair, you know, to that aspect. The first lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from Shane Wan, guys, is separate your personal from professional life separate your personal from professional life i think when we're looking at um nancy i've uh, forgotten her second name now the legendary female golfer right nancy lopez who of course i mean is one of the greatest female golfers ever in the history of the game this was a lesson that i also shared with you guys that you see when you get to play professional sports it doesn't mean that you stop being a human being it doesn't mean that you all of a sudden, you know, become like a robot or, or someone who is detached, you know, from the reality of day-to-day life. It just doesn't work like that, right? Now, you see, for Nancy Lopez, there was a particular tournament that she was going to play and literally her boyfriend had just broken up with her. I share that example in the episode. You know, so head over to athletemaster.com, just type in Nancy Lopez into the podcast page. You know, it will bring out that episode. So her boyfriend had just broken up with her. The person that was taking her to the tournament, right? She was literally bowling her eyes out in the car, like crying. How could he do this to me? You know, and all of that. And literally, the minute they got to the venue for the tournament, right? She cleans her eyes in the car, steps out of the car, completely like nothing happened. Goes to the tournament and absolutely destroys everybody goes to the tournament and wins and the person that brought her to the tournament was like were you just crying like like how many hours ago and you come in and literally it's like nothing happened you see that was the same thing with Shane Wong at the 2005 Ashes where England played Australia right his marriage uh, to his wife I don't know his ex-wife now was married to his wife then was crashing right and he was literally beside himself now one of his teammates who was also on that Ashes team, was absolutely worried. You know, they were like, what's wrong with Shane? Like, you know, is he going to be able to play? The kind of headspace that he was in, you know, how everything was and and all of that. You know, they literally were worried. But this is a guy, right, who goes into the Ashes series, despite everything that was going on, and absolutely dominated, en route to Australia winning. Guys, You have to learn to separate your personal from professional life. Are we saying, guys, that it's going to be easy? Absolutely not. But you see, that is the whole essence of learning to master your emotions. That is the whole essence of being in control of yourself. That is the whole essence of knowing what works for you, managing your energy. Are there athletes who cannot do that? You know, like the Nancy Lopez example where, you know, you are having literally an emotional crisis. They're not going to be able to play. You see, but the point is, if that is what determines it, it means that if you have a major emotional moment before 
a major tournament, right? There are going to be issues. Now imagine that that thing that happened to Lansing Lopez happened at one of the golf majors. Imagine, or we don't even need to imagine, this one that happened to Shane Warne happened at the Ashes. If you know anything about cricket, the Ashes between England and Australia, the battle for the urn, right, is they don't play with it. Like that is literally the biggest rivalry in cricket, the Ashes series. So it's as good or it's as big as the World Cup. They don't play with that thing. So imagine that that crisis, right, that emotional problem that you have happens when you have a major tournament. Happens when you have a major game. Happens when there's supposed to be some sort of breakthrough for you. And then you're not able to separate it. You see, it's compartmentalizing. Like I said, it's not like it's easy. It's not like it's a walk in the park. No, that's not what anybody's saying. But the point is, if you are going to make that difference, if you are going to make that change, right, you need to be able to separate the two of them. Because there might come a time, as we've seen with Nancy Lopez, as we've seen with Shane Warne, where it is going to happen at the same time. You have that major tournament. You have that major emotional crisis. Can you separate the two of them? That's the first lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from Chain One because this is a guy who was a master at doing that. Like his his personal life, you could say that he was chaotic because I mean he, he loved to have a good time, and of course, you know, having a good time comes with certain indiscretions at certain points in time. This is a guy who was able to absolutely master it that hey it's time to play i separate all of that other thing and look boom i'm ready to do the business that's the first lesson guys number two lesson guys is your passion can change your passion can change and of course i will look at this from two different angles you see the first angle is passion as it relates to sports in generally then passion as it relates to subsets of sports now when anyone cares about Shane Warne, you know, the way it's, it's been all over the news, especially in the sporting circles, right? That <laughs> the way things are going or the way things went rather, you know, in the past, cricket was the only thing that he ever did. That's what most people will be thinking that, you know, he was a, I mean, look at how people are talking about him. But the truth is that Shane Warne was never really passionate about cricket. Yes, he was good at it, but he was never really passionate about it. What he wanted to do was play Australian rules football. So the Australian Football League. So that's the one where you play with hand and leg. You have this high. It's a blend of football and rugby, so to speak. That's where his passion was. That's what he wanted to do. Like he didn't want to do cricket or anything like that. But obviously, as the journey was going to take him, right, he didn't necessarily progress or get better or he was deemed to not be good enough, so to speak. For the Australian Football League. And of course, that literally came crashing down. What he then did was he realized that, okay, look, I also played cricket when I was young. So why don't I go back and try cricket? Why don't I go back to cricket? And of course, it was when he went to England, right, that he redeveloped a love for cricket, right? And he said, in his own words, he said, cricket found me. And then I realized that this is what I want to do. Cricket found me and then I realized this is what I want to do. Once I started to play, I got a passion for the game and started to understand it because this is what I wanted to do. I became like a sponge and became as good 
as I possibly could. Guys, your passion can change. The fact that you have been playing football for decades, for years, it doesn't mean that you can't switch to track. The fact that you've been doing track for years, it doesn't mean you can't switch to basketball. It doesn't mean you can't switch to other sports. Of course, the dynamics of the sport is going to matter. You cannot, at the age of 20-something, say you want to switch to gymnastics. It would not necessarily work. Because that is an early specialization sport where as your bone, your body is forming, like it needs to get used to all of those things. The average gymnast retires at the age of 20, even before they're 20, right? Max 22, 23, right? So you can't just wake up at 25 and say, you know, I, I want to I want to start playing gymnastics. No, that's not the point. But you see, the point is that your passions can change. Your passions can change. This is a guy, if anybody at the start said when shane was switching from the afl you know to cricket that he would go on to be arguably the greatest bowler in history a lot of people at that time would have said no because he didn't start taking cricket seriously until his teenage years that's when he started taking it seriously and he's still a legend of the game so that's in the sporting context the second which is the subset of sports is what you do within that sport and i've shared this example from elud kipchoge this is a guy who was a 5000 meter runner this is a guy who was a 10,000 meter runner but you see it never literally just worked for him yes he won a bronze medal you know at the olympics he won another medal at the uh, world championships in the 5000 meters but you see it, it was kind of out of place so to speak it was when he switched to the full marathon boy the things changed for him that's when he became a legend that's when everybody got to know his name right when he found what he was truly meant to do so it would have been easy for somebody like Kipchoge to say look i'm passionate about the 500 meters 5000 meters it's what i've always done it's middle distance and and give all those excuses again and again and again right but he didn't do that what he did was he found where his talent truly lied right got to work now marathon world record holder first guy to run the marathon in under two hours i mean yes he was in special conditions but same he's a legend today guys you see you've been playing as a striker in football for so long is that really where you're meant to play are you continuing to play there because that's what you've always done or are you continuing to play there because it's what you should actually be doing is there another position you can switch to basketball you've been playing as a point guard is there another position you can switch to you see there's so many of these things that you have to get comfortable right with realizing especially when it comes from that passion perspective and this is a perfect example from shane Vaughan. so yes he had switched right from the afl to cricket but guess what when he switched he now said look i got a passion and I started to understand it. So it's not like he just got the passion and he just chilled. It's not like he got the passion and he just said, oh, well, I'll see how things go. No. He said, I started to understand it. I became like a sponge. Those were his own words. I became like a sponge. You see, a sponge absorbs. Absorbs knowledge. Absorbs understanding. Always wants water because it's going to soak up all those things. Right? So as you're considering this passion angle... How much do you want to understand your sport or the position you play? Are you like a sponge constantly thirsting for knowledge? Constantly looking 
for ways to get better. That's the second lesson, guys, from Shane One. And the final lesson, guys, is stay on the straight and narrow. Stay on the straight and narrow. Now, of course, I know there are a lot of people, right, who will look at this episode. So they've not listened up until this point. I'll be like, oh, Shane One, you know, is that not the guy that was banned for um, for using drugs? Is that not the guy that was banned for um, um, taking a bribe and all of that? Absolutely. But like I've told you on the podcast before, this podcast is not only about learning the good lessons. It's also about learning the negative lessons and things you should not do. Yes, we want you to do things, right? We want you to separate your personal from professional life. We want you to develop a passion for the game. We want you to be a student of the sport. But at the same time, we're going to tell you things not to do. And of course, there is no doubt that Shane Warne, you know, like I said in the intro, he had many controversies, you know, in his personal life, you know, so many issues. And of course, it, it culminated in those two moments where, of course, you know, he, he was banned for using drugs. I mean, you can give all the explanation that you want. That's fine. But he was banned for using drugs. And of course, he and a teammate, you know, took bribes to kind of influence the game and, and all of that. You see, guys, at the end of the day, you have to stay on the straight and narrow. Like, what are the things? Yes, I know you want to have fun. Yes, I know that as you continue to develop in your career, you're going to have more and more money. But you see, all of that, all of that should not excuse certain behaviors. Like I've said before on the podcast, you never get to the point where you're taking drugs. Never, ever get to the point where you're taking drugs. And of course, you know, taking bribes to kind of influence games and all of that, Yes, you could say youthful exuberance. Yes, you could say it was all a ploy to do this, but it was categorically wrong. Guys, you see, don't do things you shouldn't be doing. Look into the future, right? Yes, everyone is talking about how great he is, what he achieved in the sport. But you see, this asterisk would always be on his career. And it's things, or they are things, that he cannot go back and change. They are things he cannot go back and change so what is the essence or what, what would have been the point of doing all those things at the time i mean yes he didn't look into the future but you get the whole point guys stay on the straight and narrow there's no need to go into detail you already know that these are things that you should not engage in you should not do so that it doesn't affect your legacy going forward your history how people would remember you athlete marshall guys episode 784 shane one the legend is man absolutely charismatic i'm not a big big cricket fan i used to play when i was young uh, because my best friend used to play cricket he loved the game so i played you know i was a very good batsman but of course football kind of took over you know so when you understand the sport you know you you, you kind of fall in love with it. And when you see someone who is charismatic carries the game literally you know, it's one of those joys to behold. Head over to the website, guys, athletemarshall.com. Check out the free and paid resources that we have for you there. All of it is geared to helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports so that, of course, you also come up with the right strategies to achieve your sports goals. Athletemaestro.com. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you haven't left us a rating and review, what are you waiting for? What your rating and review does is that it helps other athletes find the podcast know that this is a worthwhile resource they can use to chase their goals in sports athlete maestro.com forward slash subscribe so you learn how to subscribe you also learn how to leave that rating and review and if you have any questions whatsoever you want me to answer them on the show send me a mail tola 
at athletemaestro.com. Tola at athletemaestro.com. I'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show. Remember, knowing is not enough, you must apply. Willing is not enough, you must do. I want you to go out there, learn all the lessons you can from the legend himself, Shane Warne. I want you to go out there and I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.